Welcome back to another episode of Money Honeys, where we, Freddie, Chantel, and Devin, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make you say it, <laughs> are here to protect your clam. <laughs> <laughs> say it, finish the line. <laughs> Even when life gets a little out of hand. That's right. Clams! Yeah. <laughs> So we're not talking about vagina. No, no. Okay, so I looked up money euphemism, euphemisms. You guys, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Welcome back. Thank you so much for uh, waiting out our little hiatus. Yeah. We had some big girl life moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was writing this episode in preparation for today, and I was like, hmm, euphemisms for money that rhyme with hand. <laughs> and I landed on clams. I didn't know it was a euphemism for anything besides a little puss. Yeah. I mean, both are valuable. But you know what? You know what? They She ain't never lied. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Both of them are life-giving in different ways. Yes, there, it is. <laughs> there it is. Wow. And we're back. Okay, so what has been going on with us these past couple months? I know we're going to make episodes about everything that has been going on because mm-hmm. everything that has been going on has cost money. Mm-hmm. Sure has. Yep. So... You're going to get the full nitty-gritty details, but what's Mm -hmm. been going on? Well, I got married. You both were there. Wouldn't have it any other way. It was incredible. Um, It was just the best day ever, and it was expensive, and I don't regret a thing. That's the way. That's what you like to hear. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Truly. Truly. Like, it was was just exactly every single thing that we wanted. And so, um, if you're going to spend the money, if you're going to spend the money, and it is a lot of money, and I'm going to tell you all about that money next week. Oh boy! Oh mm-hmm. boy! Fred, mm-hmm. what about you? Yeah, um, I went on a little two week Euro trip. <gasps> oh my god! With my man. Oh. Was this your first big vacation with him, like international yes. travel? Yes. Wow. What did you learn about each other? Yes. Um, actually, there were quite a few hiccups. Oh boy. <gasps> Oh, you and had like travel, like itinerary type hiccups, Yes. Right? Airbnb accommodation hiccups. <gasps> oh, no, those are the worst kind. Because where do you stay? Child. It was a lot, I will <sighs> say. It did bring us closer. Oh, good. We didn't kill each other. Yay! Yeah. So. I was following both you and Ruff's Instagram Me stories. too! <laughs> we, we really had a great time. I think we both, it's just we have such similar tastes from types of food and restaurants to like the type of activities that we want to do mm-hmm. I'm definitely more of the it's so funny because I think I'm a go with the flow vacation mm-hmm. person but in comparison to him apparently I'm very rigid and like itineraries Frederica if you had told me ahead of this I'm really go with the flow I would have called you right out I la- <laughs> you know what's so he literally was like he checked me on that like last week I'm like wait you don't think I'm go with the flow on vacations he was like what <laughs> I'm not going to say a thing. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm not going to uh, say a thing. I'm going to let him fight this on his own battle. I, I, I learned a lot about myself, um, but we had a great time. Oh, I was yeah. so jealous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Because then I, it's not that I think you're rigid. It's just that I know you like what you like. Yep. And that when you're traveling and spending that money, you want to know that it's going for something that is quality. Yes. Crafted. Yes. Customized. Customized. Right. And even more so, I feel like you don't want to waste your time. Yes. You don't like it when people waste your time. Yeah. And so if things are wasting your time, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I don't like the idea of kind of just walking and roaming and looking for food. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think it's cute sometimes. Like, oh, the spontaneity. But I'm just kind of like, 
I want to see what was on Eater. I want to mm-hmm. see where where are the restaurants where I'm going to get the luxury, get the quality food, get mm-hmm. all of these things that I enjoy. I just want to, I, I get too stressed looking last minute. I just mm-hmm. kind of want to mm-hmm. have an idea. I've also learned that it's like even when me and Ashley travel too, we also do that now where it's like we have, say it's like a four night in New York or whatever. We had like... We had probably like four reservations throughout that time period. Some were lunch, some were breakfast, some were dinner. Mm -hmm. And then you have the rest that you can kind of sprinkle in Mm -hmm. because it's like maybe you are more on the go during that lunch. It's like, okay, let's hit up Sweetgreen real quick. Right. But it's like, oh, let's go to a nice dinner before a show. We're making a reservation for that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's the first time you've ever been there. You want to get the full taste. You want the good food. And you're in Italy. Yes, you need that food. So good. Y'all, we ate so many. After the the trip, I was like, okay, so top three favorite restaurants that we went to over this two-week period in like Amalfi, Sorrento in, in Italy. London and Paris and we just it took us maybe like 30 minutes to like whittle it down to like our favorites oh that's a good trip yeah we went to a lot of really really good restaurants and that's best that's all you could hope for for you eat good you you sleep good it's a good vacation yes Mm -hmm. as you get older it's just about what meals did you have yes (laughs) truly (laughs) a good vacation means that you ate well oh yes right and you don't have to think about it yeah that's so good um, well, I've had an eventful time. I, le- I, I left my job. Yes. I'm no longer a salaried job. I'm on another job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a gig. Yeah. I, I, you know, when we were doing that freelance versus full-time episode, I was like sitting on my hands the entire time. Yeah. I was like, Just like God, I made a terrible decision. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. And it's like you, you did what you needed at the time. It was, and then when it no longer served you, mm-hmm. goodbye. It was absolutely the right decision at the time. Yeah. I grew a lot. I was able to get some of my friends' jobs, which was great. I love doing that. And then I left just in the nick of time. And now I'm on another thing that I love so much. And it ended up being the kind of job I need right now mm-hmm. because we had some tragedy mm-hmm. in my life. And yeah. y'all know what I'm talking about. If you follow me on Instagram, you've already heard me, or Twitter, or whatever. You've already heard me say all the sad stuff. So I'm going to keep it very pragmatic in this episode Mm -hmm. but I did lose a friend I lost my cat bones Mm -hmm. which was about three to four week process and that's what we're going to be talking about today because we're all pet mamas Mm -hmm. here so today we're going to be talking about the hard money stuff that you need to think about before adopting a pet because it's all sunshine and rainbows and gotcha days until you get that first vet bill Mm -hmm. it's a bill yeah and it's okay. That's that's a part of the process. Mm-hmm. But this is the episode of Money Honeys you need to listen to before you commit to bringing in a fur baby to your life, just so you know what you're going to go through. Because I think all of us will say, like, we don't regret our fur babies at oh, all. Oh, absolutely not. a minute. Not, not a minute. Not. And mm-hmm. this is a safe space. Mm-hmm. And we want to tackle the money quandaries that may come against you as you're taking care of your furry friends. Mm-hmm. It's just real life. Things will happen. So mm-hmm. it's important to know kind of how to navigate it. That's right. And we're going to tell you how to navigate it after the break. Take your business further with the American Express Business Gold Card. Now smarter and more flexible. It's packed with enhanced benefits that are built for your business. All with the powerful backing of Amex. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. 
The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with benefits like four times points that adapt to your top two eligible spending categories every month on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. And up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with benefits like four times points that adapt to your top two eligible spending categories every month on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. And up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And we are back. And if you've been with us for a minute, welcome back, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you all the hard lines. <laughs> <laughs> you know that we're each obsessed with our own perspective. Res- perspective. Oh, respective. Mm-hmm. Respective. Yeah, yeah. Oops. Okay. You know that we're each obsessed with our own respective pets. But if you're new, welcome home, baby. Let's just do a quick recap. Gals, tell us about our... Gals, tell us about your fur babies and when you gave birth to them. Because <laughs> we did. We gave birth to yes, them. Yes, I we grew did. James in my womb. Yep. He has your eyes. <laughs> and he yeah. came out of your clam. <laughs> not the clam. <laughs> You're not really letting me live that down. <laughs> the clams. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've had James for almost five years now. Oh, my now. God. I actually think, it, wait, when is his gotcha day? It was a December because I came over... Uh, in January, and you had just, or it was like early December. It was in October, y'all. It was in October? Wait, did you get Is it like after- today? I have no idea what. <laughs> I thought I'm we left for Christmas break, and then I came back and met him. No, did, man. Did you get James before I got Roberta or after? Oh, after. I don't know. Because I got Roberta November 2018. So then I must have gotten James like the month before. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, because James was just under three months when I got him. So his birthday. Okay. We're going to get into it a little bit here. Okay. So his birthday is August 8th. My birthday is August 1st. Ashley's birthday is July 8th. And so he has like the combo of our birth. Isn't that weird? Mm -hmm, It's beautiful. Isn't that suit? Like, I was just like, wait, what the hell? Wait, say that again. So his birthday is August 8th. Okay. My birthday is August 1st. Ashley's is July 8th. Mm. So he has 8 and August. He's 8-8. Which is just like so odd. He was also like the first cat that we met. And we were like, okay, him. (laughs) That's just like what we do. We're like, that one, got it, goodbye. We we made our choice. Yes. Um. Yeah. Wow. So he just turned five. I think his gotcha day is right around very much now. Wow. <laughs> he is a huge, beautiful orange and white cat. 
And we so soft. He's so soft. We got him because he was like very wiry and like he hadn't been adopted. And they were like, yeah, we don't, he's so cute. We don't know why he hasn't been adopted. And we're like, we really like him. His name was Sonny. Ashley like wasn't very allergic to him. And we're like, people probably don't want him because he's like kind of weird. Like he was really coarse. And we're like, maybe that's why Ashley's less allergic. He has like a different hair type. Turns out he was just dirty. I know. No. You just needed to give him a bath. He was just dirty. And so he jumped in the toilet one day, which led to an emergency bath. Oh, I remember this emergency this bath. This emergency it bath. Mm-hmm. It was it was a morning for me. Because yeah. Ashley had already left for work. And I was like, oh, my God. It's an emergency bath situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And then after that, he was so soft and because we like obviously had to give him he's had three baths in his life and mm-hmm. they were all within like the first three months of us owning him because he was running amok. Yeah. yeah. Kittens, mm-hmm. man. Especially boy kittens. Especially, he was crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he was just dirty. And now he's like this beautiful, incredibly handsome 16 pound boy. 16, 16 pounds? pounds? He's pushing 16. Wow. I'm proud of him. Yeah. Good for him. He's happy. How does how does he get to sixty pounds when you have to watch him in order for him to <laughs> eat? eat? Right. <laughs> wow. You must be watching him all the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. Shanto's like. <laughs> Anytime you watch, if you are anywhere near the bulls, he will grab you. He'll tap you on the ankle, and he'll. Mm-hmm, he's like, "Let's go!" And then he goes in between your legs and weaves you over to his bull. Wow, he drives. He, he drives. <laughs> and then I pet his little sides and I say, go ahead, go ahead, honey, go ahead. And he, like, there's sometimes he won't eat until I say, go ahead. And then he's like, mm-hmm. he puts his little paws up and he eats. Oh my God. He's a baby. He's a prince. He's, he's an actual he's a prince. King. Yeah. A king. <laughs> um, so I, I got my cat, Roberta. She was actually found. So, we used to work, one of our colleagues, Jordan Shalhoub, actually mm-hmm. posted that a friend of hers had found a cat just in the middle of the street on their way to Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, I remember that day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and at this point, I was at the point where I was like, okay, I want to start looking for a cat. You like, were ready. Yeah, I was ready. I'd had Shinobi before, only for about six months. I got him with a, at a, I got him kind of for slash during a BuzzFeed video. Right. And I really loved him a lot, but at the time, it just didn't work out. I was living in a studio with my boyfriend at the time. Shinobi was peeing all over the place. He had a there medical was just, issue. Yeah, there was just no... Oh, yeah, he didn't He, couldn't, he didn't have a penis. Right. I mean, there was a medical issue, and then... You, I forgot that yeah. he didn't have a penis. It was like a botched thing. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. happening. Yeah. There was a lot happening. And so, sadly, I didn't... Sadly, I had to give him up, which was really just Traumatic. Because I really liked him. Like He, he was, was so cute. He was so cute. A little flat face. Yeah, he was so flat. Love a flat Huge face. Huge eyes. Yes. I babysat him for, like, a long weekend You one did. Time. Mm-hmm. And he behaved for you. He behaved for me. <laughs> He's like, I'm in a Mexican woman's yeah. household. I'm not about to... Be anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so he was a good little boy. Yeah. Yeah. And so after that, a couple years had passed and I was ready for a new cat. Jordan posted about this kitten. I went to go visit the kitten. We hit it off immediately. I was like, well, she's perfect. Mm -hmm. And then I adopted her. Mm -hmm. Um, She was a baby. She wasn't even, I couldn't even take her right away. I think she was maybe three weeks. She was so small. Yeah, like literally just in the middle of of the street. I don't even know how. Where? 
in North Hollywood. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, so I got her then. And then I got Clarence. <laughs> he's a little dogs and puppy. Yes. Uh, he's a wiener. He's supposed <laughs> to be, he's a miniature wiener, quote unquote. But we realized based on his weight that he's called a tweeny. Oh, <gasps> no. No. He's a tweener. He's a tweener. He's a tweener. Uh-huh. I love that. Uh-huh. So he's in between he's a standard dachshund and a mini dachshund. And I got him July of 2021. And his birthday is the day before mine, <gasps> May 22nd. Wow. I know there for both. He's a little Gemini. He's boo-boo. a little Gemini. Mm-hmm. He's the sweetest. And Just. has air. He can get air, which is surprising. Because <laughs> I babysat him a couple times, and I'm like, all right, Pat, you're going to need to pick him up. He won't get on. The- oh, he got on the couch. Yeah. Like, what? He can really he can jump. jump. Little spry baby mm. boy. Yeah. He may not have a lot of legs, but he's got spring. <laughs> he's got spring. <laughs> <laughs> hmm Oh, my God. So I gave birth to Mars and Bones um, in September 2011. I just moved to Los Angeles, and I was going down the street in Largemont, and there was a woman who set up shop on the corner in front of a Bank of America. And I saw Mars first, and we immediately were like, okay, we're in love. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's like I put my little hand in the cage, and he, like, wrapped around it. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Mars is mine. And the woman at the time, and now her name, I now know her name. It's Tracy Petty. <laughs> Shout out to Tracy. Um, we're friends. She was like, it's two for one. I'm so sorry. You have- <laughs> she was like, you have to take a second cat. <laughs> and I was like, what? I had never owned a cat before. Yeah. And my parents didn't want me to buy a cat. I still did it. Um, and at the time, Bones was supposed to be my roommate's cat. Well, that roommate kind of went off the deep end within like weeks. Now, is this the roommate that we've already discussed? No. This is a different roommate. No. A different deep, deep end, end roommate. roommate. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just connected the dots. Yeah, I have been, I've, I've roomed with some characters. But uh-huh. she decided, because I got them in September and they were kittens, um, and Bones was supposed to be hers. And originally, Bones' name was Senor Bones. <gasps> so cute. Yeah. And then, well, their both names were uh, Bear and Aries. So Bear was Bones and Aries was Mars. And then we changed it. Um, and then the, the, at that Thanksgiving, I went back to Michigan for a while. And I got a phone call from a friend of mine saying that, you know, so-and-so has lost her mind. She kicked out the cats, mm. her own cat at the time. They were kittens, and I lived down by USC. What do you mean, kick them oh. out? She just was like, I can't deal with these cats anymore, and then put them on the back porch, and was like, hasta vista. <gasps> and so I called a dear friend of mine, and he drove from West Hollywood downtown to where we lived, found them. <gasps> they were hiding underneath cars in our car- oh, our carport. They were so scared. No. And he yeah. took them home with them oh. until I got back. Mm-hmm. And then that was when they became yours. And they that's were- when I was like, if you're going to do this to Bones, he's mine. Like, yeah. He's mine. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's kind of like the story of Mars and Bones. And they've been my sons since then. And I don't actually know their birthdays because mm-hmm. of this and the other thing. So, of course, I made them Capricorns. They were <laughs> their birthday and all the docs are January 7th, 1-7. Oh. 2011. Same birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Mm-hmm. Are they siblings? No, they're littermates. The oh. story is, and I because I know Tracy now, she told me, she went to the kill shelter because they heard that there were tuxedo kittens that needed to be rescued. So she went to get the box of tuxedo kittens. And I've met Mars's brothers. He had two. Um, and they got the box out. And as they were about to leave, a little black kitty saw it as his one ticket out. 
and hopped in the box. And they were like, all right, you can take that one too. And that was Bones. My little smart, spe- oh, smart, special, chatty guy. Oh. I know. I know. Yeah. Guys, I just love animals. Me I know. too. They're Me better too. than people. They're better than us. They are. Yeah. I was just telling, I was telling Devin and Chantel before the show that I've re- we've recently started letting uh, Clarence sleep in the bed with us, which is, I am not a bed pet person. She's never mm-hmm. been. Never no. been. Not with the cat, not with the dog. Mm-hmm. But you know... Soften up. You soften up. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. They wear you down in the best ways. They do wear you yeah. down. I mean, when yeah. Patrick and I moved in together, they were originally going to stay because Patrick was allergic. Mm-hmm. Was. Um, they were, <laughs> um, he still is, but I'm like, mm, whatever. We're over that part now. Allergic. What do you mean? Yeah. They were originally he gets supposed the to sniffle. Yeah. <laughs> he survives. They were originally supposed to stay in their cat room because we moved in together and got a place that had a room for them. And then they expanded out to the all the common spaces. And then he was like, okay, you can't let them into the study in the bedroom because I'm allergic. And I was like, all right. And then study, bedroom, now Mars sleeps with us. Mm. I don't know if I knew that. I mean, it's been. So we'll get into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to take the next line? Yes. So... This is a money podcast where we talk about the pragmatism of preserving the bag. That's exactly right. And I'm sure you can all hear it in our voices when we are talking about our babies just now. We love our sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. We gave birth to them. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. have our features, our bone structure. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to get emotional today talking about my sons on the podcast. And as much as we would like to keep the logic and the number crunching on one side of our brain and the emotional and heartwarming stuff on the other Sometimes the lines get crossed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's okay. You know, money is emotional, especially in life or death situations with your pet. Mm-hmm. And it's like the the thing is just both. Even with like a human kid, it's like, do they cost a lot? Y- yes. Yeah. But are they your whole heart and soul? Also, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you all ever had a pet emergency? Hmm. I have. Well, that was this is the whole meat and bones of the episode, so we don't have to launch into it. I've had many. But. Yes. Yeah? Yes, I when? have. Actually, <gasps> on this Euro trip. No. With Clarence. Yes. I was supposed to watch Clarence, mm-hmm. but then Bones got sick. Yeah. And so I didn't. So what happened? So we had a sitter for like a week a week i would say maybe 5 days and then kelsey took him for the right. remainder of the trip so here we are in paris heading to a nice restaurant really excited to eat i get a voice note from kelsey she tells me that she had to take clarence to the er <gasps> y'all did you die i died i very audibly gasped in the yeah. back of our uber and so I'm listening, listening, listening. And Kelsey's so sweet. She's so good at just like maintaining, making sure that you like at least are as calm as possible. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, he's fine. He's okay. I just wanted to cover all my bases. She's like, he was out. He was playing outside. Because, um, you know, Kelsey also has Hippo. And a yard. Which is yep. her dog in a backyard. And I think either they were on a walk or they were playing in the backyard. I'm pretty sure they were on a walk. But Clarence got into something. She doesn't know what. When they returned from the walk, after they, they both were like exhausted and took a nap. After nap time, Clarence was wobbly. Mm. He woke up very lethargic, wobbly, couldn't stand up straight. I was like, what the hell? What do you mean? He mm-hmm. And guys, he's very active. 
yes. energetic pup. Like lethargic and tired is not how I would describe no. Clarence at all. And so she was like, I do not, I have no clue what's going on. But she said, I just wanted to make sure that she was like, I don't fuck around. I took him to the ER. <laughs> what did he do? So then I got a report after they went to the ER of what he did. And Kelsey said, so <laughs> she said, so the vets are about, well, she was like, he's getting some blood tests done, making sure that like everything's actually okay, no like nerve issues and anything like that. And they said they're 95% sure he's high. I was about to guess, did he get into a little something? So Kelsey doesn't even smoke. She doesn't really. No, she doesn't she's do, sober. She doesn't do yeah. any drugs. And so Kelsey's like, "What do you mean? Like, there's no weed around my house. Like, and so basically they were like, "Yeah, on the walk, he probably there was probably like a nugget or a joint, or a joint on the ground that he ate." Oh, he's like, "Mom's gone. Yeah, I'm gonna experiment." And it's so funny because, like. It's very funny now that, you know, you now, now that we know. But the first thing I said was, Ruff, this is your son. Now, <laughs> <laughs> and I say this because my boyfriend is an avid smoker. God bless. And smokes a lot of weed. And so I was like, hmm, this checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah it checks out. He's trying to be like dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, um, but he, had, he stayed overnight in the ER just to like monitor him and all yeah. that stuff. And it was expensive. Mm -hmm. Do you know how much? It was like fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars $1,600. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And I was just like. You know, but you don't, that's the thing. You're always probably going to just do more than you need to just to ensure mm -hmm. that your loved one is okay, whether it be child or pet. Like, yeah. you're mm -hmm. just going to do it. Like, child I, friend. At that point, I'm like, I'm not, no, yeah, he can stay overnight. Like, even we we had already known that he was high and he was going to be fine, but, like, I still was like, mm. Just in case. Just so it's in like, case. What, what if that's not it? Exactly. What if he starts, like, vomiting a lot and right. you know it's like you just never know because exactly. then as soon as you take them out of the vet yes. hospital which I will talk about later in the up um you, and you bring them back they have to start all over again yeah because it's because it's a new staff because they're going to run diagnostics and that's just more money so true so you might as well keep him there mm -hmm. overnight to make sure he's good yeah Chantal has Jame been through anything yes <gasps> so not James. He's so careful. <laughs> right. He's so careful. The only thing that he did was he ate some floss. Oh, I remember this. Oh. He ate some floss. And because you all know he's very careful. He doesn't eat any human food. He doesn't eat he doesn't eat a damn thing besides his little kibble. Mm -hmm. He That's, doesn't he's not even interested. And he's not interested unless you're watching him. So. Yes. You know? We never yeah, we never worry about foreign objects yeah. entering the equation. Um but he does love like sniffing a lot of things. And so there was one time I was brushing my teeth and he just walks into the bathroom, very casually walks over to the trash can, and I'm like, oh, he like sniffs the trash cans all the time. Nothing ever happens. What I didn't see is that there was a piece of floss like just kind of like sitting on top, and he just casually and within like 0.5 seconds just ate it. And I was like, James, what? And I like ran over to him, was trying to like pull it out. It was gone. It was gone. No trace of this. And we were like, Oh my God! Pack him up. 
what? going to the doc. Yes, like yeah. what the hell? And so it's like, okay, are we hypochondriacs? Like, is this a thing or not? And then we like Google it and it's like, oh, it can actually be a very, very serious issue for yeah. cats because it can get wound up in their intestines. Yeah. Like it can be like a really- it Obstruction. Can be, it can be really, really big deal. Or they pass it and it's nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. One or the other. Yeah. There's no in between. <laughs> And so then, and you know, then the vet's like, well, how much floss did he eat? Like, what do you, I'm like, I don't know how much he ate. Like, it couldn't have been much. Luckily, he's like large. So it's like, in comparison to him, it's going to be a small amount. But I was like, he's, he ate it. I saw him eat it. And so pack him up, go to the emergency room. They have to run, they like an x-ray, everything. They're like, we don't see it in here. I'm like. I know that he ate this floss. I saw my son eat this floss right before my eyes. I felt so dumb and they couldn't find it. And so they're, and then they try to like induce vomiting. They give them like a little thing that makes them feel nauseous. And so then they throw up and it's very sad. Tried that, still nothing. And we were like, my God. And then I was like, am I crazy? Did I not see him eat it? And so they're like, honestly, there, there's nothing that we can do for him at this point. So just take him home and just like check his poop to see when he passes this thing. So we were checking it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Nothing. Three weeks later, Ashley sees yep. poop nuggets connected by a <gasps> string of floss. It was either that or you're going to see the floss sticking out of his butt. Yes, and I was hoping it wasn't going to be that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, one, I know. One Christmas Bones ate a ribbon, yeah. and that I think it was like a couple days later, I had to pull it out of his ass. And of course, he doesn't want that. I don't want that. Yeah. And he's running around. I'm like, come back over here, you know? Oh. That, come back over <laughs> here. <laughs> Doing the no. rope pulling, like the mime. No. Yeah, so that was that was a Jame emergency. I don't remember how many hundreds of dollars that cost. And then one thing, I won't get into it, but you can accidentally poison your cat with the like mosquito repellent. What's it called? Um, oh, citronella? Yes. Citronella is poisonous to oh. cats and I think also dogs. There was one time we lit a citronella candle. Jame was out on the balcony. You know, he loves being out, so we lit a citronella candle. And then... I was just looking at him and I was like, he looks really weird. Like he's not moving. He was just staring at me. And Ashley was like, I don't know, maybe he's like tired or whatever. He's not like super energetic. But I was like, no, there's something wrong with him. So I pick him up and I brought him inside. And I was like, is there something with citronella? We look it up. It's poisonous to them. And so we like had a, we called like a clinic and they were like, okay, what are the signs? And just that phone call was $60. I know you lying. Mm-mm. Not a phone call. A phone call. They're like, okay, before we get, what is your credit card information? Yeah. They're very nice. Pet people, pet people are usually very nice, but it's like they, and so they kind of like ran through what was going on. And so they're like, okay, seems like the amount of time he was out there, it was outside, whatever. It doesn't seem like it was, it's serious. Monitor him. He'll probably be fine. But so he like accidentally got like a little bit poisoned because we, we didn't know. You don't know. You don't know until you know. Exactly. You don't know until you know. So disclaimer for oh everyone. Gosh, citronella. citronella. Yeah. Yeah. We wow. have, oh, yeah. I have three citronella candles at home. Yeah. Same. Same. But <laughs> yes. It's outside it. in our yard. Yeah. So I don't think Mars has been. Anyway. Yeah. No, but he, he got like frozen. Oh, that's like, scary. Something is wrong. Yeah. 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 Oh. Then he was fine a little bit later, but that was another thing. He got high too. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. He got, got kind of high, got kind of poisoned. Right. Luckily for only a little bit. Okay, question for the group, though. Mm-hmm. Do y'all have pet insurance? I do. I do. When did y'all get your pet insurance? I got it when he was a kitten. Mm-hmm. Because I learned my lesson with one of our childhood dogs who was like my baby. She didn't have pet insurance. And we would have wound up like needing it because she like at some point they have to like be on little like meds and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so it was like really expensive with little mm-hmm. Kiki. And so I was like, OK, let's do this for James, which is not in my nature right. to be like, mm-hmm. let's cover all our, ba-, you know. Right. <laughs> I'm like, OK, do we need it? Do we not need it? Whatever. Right. But I was like, let's do this for him. And so for us, it's like twenty one dollars a month. Yeah, because you got it when he was a kitten. Because we got it when he was a kitten. Do you get the same with Clarence and Roberta? So this is the thing. I'm actually pretty annoyed. There's also just like politics mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. all kinds of insurance, whether it's for a human or a pet. Yep. Clarence has insurance. Roberta does not. Mm. Um, I tried to sign them actually both up because I was signing up Clarence in general, right? Mm-hmm. Like as soon as, mm, yeah, not too long after I got him just because, you know. Even with like all the vaccines and yep. all those things, it just started to add up. So I was like, let me just go ahead and get pet insurance. So Alexis Torado. God bless her. My Regulation life queen. is just always advised by <laughs> Angel, an actual angel. An actual owner. angel who has Love experience her. and knows like all the things you should be doing. She's like, Girl, you better get nationwide. And I was like, Oh, nationwide has like pet insurance? She was like, Yeah. So then I looked into that. Um, I try to sign both of the pets up for it. Clarence, and you have to like send over, you know, records and mm-hmm. all of these things. There's so a Clarence, waiting period. Yeah, Clarence was. Yeah, you have to wait 30 days mm-hmm. for it to actually go into action after you like apply. Um, Clarence was covered, but Roberta got denied because she had a heart murmur, mm-hmm. and so they Which were very like, common. yeah, murmur. and so they were just like, no, I don't. Oh, yeah, like, I guess it's, like, a pre-existing condition or whatever. So, I mean, she's fine. Luckily, like, she's she doesn't get into much. She's Mm -hmm. very, you know, she's not much to worry about. But um, I still want to have it for her just in case. So You should shop around. We'll get into it, you guys. Yes, yes, I know. (laughs) So here's the thing. Here's what we're getting to. I've gone through some tragedy with my pets. My boys, I love them to death. They have been demons when it comes to health because Mars a couple years ago uh, just woke up one morning decided he wasn't going to use his back legs it was paralyzed Mm -hmm. we found out that he slipped a disc which is very rare for cats he has it because he had a um, what's it called he most cats have seven vertebrae he has six he has a genetic yeah that's why he waddles he's so cute um But also, I got these boys 11 years ago when pet insurance really wasn't a part of the vernacular. It wasn't. You know, when you think about growing up in the 90s, because we're millennials, um, our parents didn't have pet insurance for our pets. No No. No way. No Uh, way. Right. And so when I got got them in 2011, when you should be getting your pet insurance is right when you get a pet. Like Mm -hmm. when they're a kitten, when they go to, or a puppy, and they go to that first checkup, that's when you get it, because then you'll lock in a rate like 21 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. And hopefully at that point, they don't have any pre-existing conditions, because it's so early, yeah. so yeah. then there's no like red tape. You're exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and so I, uh, the pet insurance, 
really wasn't a thing. I would think until like 2016, 2017, 2018. And by that time, they already had pre-existing conditions. Mm -hmm. And so here's the thing about pet insurance. We're going to do a little segment called Must Knows About Pet Insurance. Cue the music. (laughs) So I've gone through a lot of life experience with this. So please gather around, folks. Listen to Auntie Dev. She has a lot to say. Some bougie jobs, like if you have a job in tech or sales, have pet insurance in their health insurance plans. Start there. Start there because they're trying to attract the top talent. And even even so, you can even go to your HR departments and go, hey, can I can we add like tack on pet insurance like vision or dental? And you can negotiate. Whoa, I did not know that. And most of those kinds of plans that come with a workplace situation are more lenient when it comes to pre-existing conditions. Ah. And I found this out because when I was going through my tragedy a month ago, I was researching all this pet insurance mumbo jumbo, and I found a company that would cover Bones while he was in the hospital. What? But I had to be attached to my workplace. Mm. I couldn't get, I couldn't pay for it individually. America! Anyways, so remember when daddy government remember when daddy government remember when daddy government made it a law where medical insurance companies couldn't discriminate against individuals with a pre-existing condition Mm -hmm. that does not exist for pets even Mm -hmm. though that 95 percent of americans consider their pets to be their family members which is fucked up yeah Mm -hmm. i think it's fucked up so currently there are very few plans probably like there it's very rare to find a plan that will accept animals with pre-existing conditions and if you think about adopting an animal a lot of them especially if you get them from like a shelter yeah a lot of them come with you they know shit going on they mm-hmm. come with toys in their happy yeah. meal you know what i mean like they just come with shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> god bless it and that's why we love them yeah. you know but the they will not cover it because let's play a fun game is it a pre-existing condition? Cue more music. <laughs> Boop. All right, so I'm going to read some scenarios out to you, and you have to tell me if you think this animal would be covered. Okay. Imagine your dog starts limping in March before you sign up for pet insurance. You take your dog to see the vet, but they're not sure what's causing your pooch to limp, and eventually it starts to go away. You go home, sign up for insurance, and it kicks in after 30 days, and luckily your dog stops limping. However, it's only for a couple months. You take Fido back to the vet and discover the cause of the limp is something totally different than what the first doctor thought it could be when they ran tests. Will they cover it? No, because it's in the records that the dog had a limp already. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like, even if your vet was like, oh, he's got a limp, there must be something in his paw. And then you come back, oh, he's got a limp. It's actually neurological. Mm-hmm. They still won't cover it. Mm-hmm. They're dicey. That's so dicey. But like, so next one. <laughs> your German Shepherd is more prone to hip dysplasia due to their breed. If your pup does not show any signs of hip dysplasia before the policy's effective date, but develop, develops at labor, is it covered? I think it depends on the plan because there's some that I know that don't cover like genetic predispositions. So, I say it depends on the plan. Uh, mm, I mean, this sounds crazy because then I'm like, there's so many breeds of dogs that 
already are like historically have issues like breathing whether it's breathing issues or something like that are those dogs just never going to be eligible for pet insurance like i guess not that just feels discriminatory and crazy how is the royal family still living (laughs) with all their inbreeding but i can't get my fucking dog to see a doctor that's so rude anyway your german shepherd in this case could be covered Okay. Because you got the pet insurance when they were a puppy, mm-hmm. like like Chantel said. And if it doesn't sign, it, most of the time, companies won't cover those pets. So, for an example, if you're listening, if you're a pet insurance company and you're listening, don't report me. But Mars is part ragdoll cat. I once, when I was trying to apply for pet insurance with him, put ragdoll, and they denied me outright. Ragdoll cats have a lot of health issues. You can't get a lot of pet insurance. So this company, who probably wouldn't cover German Shepherd because of hip dysplasia, they'll probably just outright deny you. That's probably what happened to Roberta. Yeah. Because she's fluffy and beautiful. They're probably like she's some majestic breed. Yeah. So if they do cover it, they probably will in this situation. You'll probably already have gotten denied. So next one. You casually mentioned to your vet that your dog licks his paw a lot, and they take note of it. Months later, after signing up for insurance, your your doctor diagnoses your pet with allergies. Is that covered? I want to say no, just because of the reason that Freddie gave for the first scenario, but I don't know. I mean... That's just so annoying. Like, it's like, girl, just because I told you he licks his paw doesn't mean you have to write it down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, you're both right. Like, no, that wouldn't be covered. Yeah. And it may, it's like, why are y'all like, y- we can't just have a chat. I, I, it's, it's promoting this atmosphere of lying to your doctor. It really does. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, last one. Your weirdo cat has a ligament tear on its left back leg before pet insurance. You sign up, and years later that you discovered that they developed a stress tear on the other side. Is it covered? Oh, wow. Whoa. This is a... Oh, God. I want to say yes, but maybe it's a no. Is it covered? Yes. No. It's covered. What? I know. It's called bilateral exclusions. And you've uh. never heard of this in human medical insurance companies because that would be ridiculous. But basically, if your animal develops something on the left side, like if he breaks his leg on the left side and then starts limping on the right, it's not going to be covered. And you have to be very careful. Look at your plan to see if they include bilateral exclusions. Wow. Isn't that fucked up? So that pet is. insurance in general is can be a cheap thing to pay monthly. However, that adds up yearly, mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. over year. And it may not even help you in the long run. And like like Fred and I were talking about beforehand, before this, um, a lot of these pet insurance plans work on a reimbursement situation. Yeah, James's reimbursement. Mm-hmm. So you, it's not like you file a claim and then they bill your insurance and then you pay the difference. It's like you pay up front, mm-hmm. wait months, and then you'll get reimbursed. Yeah. yeah. So know that going into it. And t- maybe you want to say you're lying. I'm, I'm, I'm like breezing through because I'm hungry. <laughs> no, that, that, that's fine. You, you can keep going. There's your line. <laughs> I, Is where, it worth it? I don't really know where we are. Oh, it's after the. the oh, the, okay. 
So, I mean, it begs the question, is pet insurance worth it? So here's where I'm at, Auntie Dev, at the end of this. Yes and maybe. So if you just get a pet, a kitten, a puppy, they seem pretty healthy, yes. absolutely. sign them up, lock in that early rate, whatever. If you get an animal midlife and he's not, you know, demonstrating any signs, yes, still get it. Mm-hmm. If you adopt an older animal, which, by the way, if you do that, you're an angel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally an angel. Probably best not signing up for pet insurance. Now, don't take this advice as, like, letter of the law, because who knows? You might be able to find a company that will work with you. Sometimes charitable organizations will have, like, some kind of a deal with a mm-hmm. pet insurance company and will help you out. But otherwise, you could just be paying, like, $60, $70 a month for kind of shitty coverage. Yeah. yeah, it gets more expensive the older that your pet is when you sign up. Right. So James, that's why James is so low, even though he's now five. But if I was trying to get a quote for him now, it would probably be more like 35 or 40. And now I pay $71 a month for yeah. Mars. Yeah. I- I've been paying 50 a month. Since oh. the beginning. Oh. Oh. Remember to shop around. Like, yeah, let's compare our yeah. coverages. Because I'm literally like whipping my phone out because I'm like, what I want have? to know. Healthy pause. I have lemonade. I looked into lemonade, but it's it was more expensive since we already had James mm. like on his little coverage already. Mm. But um because there's been things that we have gotten reimbursed for, and they actually reimburse us like pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like there'll be stuff where it's like, okay, even if it's like a thirty percent reimbursement or something, but it's like, okay, it's a seventy dollar vet bill instead of a one hundred dollar vet bill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for us, it's it's honestly more so like, <laughs> kind of like disaster planning down mm-hmm. the road because it's like inevitably there's at least one like big health scare. Yep. With every animal. And there's like treatments or there's like little meds that they have to be on and stuff. And so that's kind of what we're we're planning for, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Clarence is actually, I think, pretty. I mean, he's had one ear infection, but I almost think that he may have another one Mm -hmm. just based on him scratching his ear all night, that type of thing. And I'm like, maybe he's just prone to ear infections, which like I hope not. But like this would be a scenario where I mean, he already had one. It was covered, like the medication and stuff was covered, so that was nice. It was just kind of like, you know, paying like the, the, what is it, the lab fee, or just like the fee for being, just going in there. Yeah, just breathing the air. $75 just to like breathe. For for breathing in there, yes, it's true. No, but actually your insurance might be more expensive because of his breed. So they prorate based off of breed. Honestly? That's probably correct. Yeah. Because wiener dogs and their long backs yeah. can have, you know, Issues. they have to be, he's fine now because he's so young, but as he gets older, he's not going to really be supposed to be using like steps mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I do want to highlight that there are funds and alternatives for pet insurance that will offer discounts to vets who participate in their funding programs. So do look that up. There are also companies like Ewish and Pop that offer alternatives to insurance that provide a way to help pay a pet's medical experience or um, that help pay that help pay a pet's medical expenses pop for an example 
that's P-A-W-P, offers a membership benefit service providing up to three grand for emergency vet bills, including pre-existing conditions for like 19 a month. Mm. So there are other options. They're just yeah. rarer, harder to find, and they take longer to kick in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess my best like piece of advice, if you just got a pet, definitely go get pet insurance. Mm-hmm. If you have had this pet for 10 years, look into it, compare prices. But the, the biggest thing you can, what you can do right now is start an emergency savings fund for your pet. Mm-hmm. Because those vet bills, it's, I mean, you know, and here's this thing I've had to come to terms with in the past, like, month. We're all going to die. Mm-hmm. Even though, especially with our animals, we don't want to admit that they're going to die and that mm-hmm. they're going to, we want them, we want to think that they're going to live forever their time comes mm-hmm. you know and so if you can start up an emergency fund the sooner rather than later and just putting in 25 bucks a month into that mm-hmm. it's going to help you out in those moments where things get difficult mm-hmm. yeah, I've literally never even considered that mm-hmm. I've never considered like a having a little pet emergency slush fund, slush fund. Mm-hmm. like that just never occurred to me but it makes obviously a shit ton of sense mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, chatting about insurance is never fun, but I think we kind of made it look like cute a little. <laughs> a little cute. <laughs> a I got little a little cute. preachy, but I, it's important. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So when we come back, we're gonna head into the worst case scenario for all the doomsday preppers out there. I'm gonna say that again. We're gonna head into the worst case scenario for all the doomsday preppers out there and walk through little hacks that'll help so- safeguard your bank account when you're going through a pet emergency. Great. And we're gonna do that after the break. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with benefits like four times points that adapt to your top two eligible spending categories every month on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. And up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with benefits like four times points that adapt to your top two eligible spending categories every month on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. And up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. All right, y'all, we are back. And trigger warning here, we are going to be talking about animal loss and emergency vet stuff now. So if this hits a little too close to home for you, we totally get it. Boy, do we. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So definitely take care of yourself. Skip the rest of the episode if you need to. And we will see you next week. Yeah, and we love you. For everyone else, let's all just take a collective sigh. Ready? We love sighing on this podcast. We do. Mm-hmm. So, Dev, mm-hmm. let's talk numbers. Yep. Bones spent five days in an emergency vet hospital in Los Angeles in the month of August. How much did that cost you? 
let's go through the timeline. So uh, I think it was like August 5th. I took him to a normal checkup. He was lethargic that day. And I'm not really going to go into much of what Bones' symptoms were just because, you know, it's been a lot. And I feel like sometimes when you mention what symptoms are on the Internet, people tend to like chime in. And it's just, yeah. I can't, I can't deal with that right now. But I'll just say it was like gastric stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. And he was presenting some symptoms. So I took him into his uh, normal vet and they basically came out. And I was supposed to go on vacation the next day. They came out and told me, you're not going on vacation. You're just not because you need to take him to the, vet, the emergency hospital, like immediately. We're going to give him fluids, um, but you, you're going to need to do this. So that first visit was $700, mm. but I love my vet. I have, he's like a mom and pop shop, Dr. Frick, West Main Animal Hospital in Alhambra. Um, and he cut me a deal. So that was great. Then I took him to Laser, which is an emergency medical hospital here in Los Angeles. And that cost $1,700. Oh, Was there an overnight component to that? There was an overnight component. And they thought that he, at this point, they had misdiagnosed him. They thought that he had an obstruction. So then they rushed him to another hospital because their um, ultrasound tech wasn't available until Monday. And he was there from Saturday to Sunday. Mm. So then he was transferred to another emergency medical hospital, which I'm just going to not mention their name because I hate them. Mm. And I don't want to give them any advertising or any space. But just to transfer him alone and to get him intaked and took was $3,700 up front. Mm -hmm. That's the most I've ever heard. Yep. And let me just pause here. No pun intended. Pause. Um, But I want to just say that how the situation works when you get into an emergency situation, a lot of times they use really heavy loaded language like, Mm -hmm. oh, your baby needs this. Oh, your baby needs that. And yes, I, it is my baby. Bones is my son, was my son. Um, but it's just really loaded language when you're working with somebody and you're looking at these vet bills, which mm-hmm. I, this struck me. And here's the thing, you're going to be fear, when you get these bills, you're going to feel like you're backed up against the wall because you are, you know, like usually how it works is they do diagnostics first. You bring your sick pet to the vet. They go, okay, let's, let us let us look at him. Then they're going to call you and say, here's the total, which is the bill. Then you're going to wait for a long time. And then finally, after hours and hours, then you're going to get a call from the vet. And then that's when they're going to tell you what's going on. So they charge you first before you even know what's going on. You even know mm-hmm. what's happening. Yeah. And the diagnostics are always like, we think it might be this, might be this, might be this, might be this. We're just going to cast a wide net and you're going to pay for that wide right. net. Mm-hmm. Right. And now most of the time, and most of the time with all these like emergency vet hospitals, they have really insane COVID protocols Yeah, still, which is wild. Because most hospitals these days don't have even, yeah. But I will say, I don't want to put any shade on emergency vet hospitals or vets or vet techs because it's a really fucking hard job. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with people at the height of their emotions. And I don't think a lot of the vets or vet techs have a say in how they organize the business part. They're there to take care of your pet. Yeah. I think it has to do with the system, you know? So in my situation, I was dropping off my cat and waiting in my car. Yeah. In August and September in Los Angeles. Four hours. Mm-hmm. At one point, 
when I was at Laser, I decided to drive three minutes down the road to get coffee. Mm-hmm. And they called me and they said, where are you? And I was like, I'm three minutes down the road. And they're like, you really need to stay in the parking lot because if we need you, we need you right now. We need you to sign the paperwork, la, 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 la. So then I rushed back, proceeded to sit in the parking lot for four hours before they would call me. They, they won't let you go. And you can't sit inside because of COVID. You're just in your car. Why don't they let you go? Because if something happens during the diagnostics, they need you to approve the costs. In this case, Bones was in shock. So he, yeah, they had to stabilize him. So they just had to sit there and wait. So then, you know, I'm at MASH. Let's go back to the timeline. I just spent, signed over $3,700. And I get a phone call saying that he needs more treatment and needs to stay for extra days. And that's going to cost me $4,300, an additional $4,300. Okay, so so not an additional... 600 to the 3700 it's 4300 was added to the mm-hmm. the 3700 mm-hmm. that is okay. wild mm-hmm. okay so here's the thing uh, this is my first rodeo i mars and bones have been with me for the past decade and, some, and then some change and i've been through these scenarios before and most of the time when you get into an emergency vet situation they have a financing plan called care credit and this is essentially a credit card that you open that has insane interest rates. I'm talking like 32%, <gasps> like insane. Oh. And so when you get, you, you get, they want you to sign up for these cards to cover the cost of your pet. There, there's no financing plans other than this. Like wow. back in the day when my parents had Tanner, my dog growing up, they would just negotiate a financing plan with the vet themselves, like mm-hmm. a payment plan. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, they just have care credit. And that's the only cre- credit card you can sign up for. Mm-hmm. And that's it, right? And the name of the game is if you do do the care credit route, no shame, I've done it before. I did it with Mars's first back surgery. Um, they, You just need to pay it off within 12 months. So for a full last year, I paid like $800 a month to pay off his surgery. How right? much was the surgery? 13000 Oh, my god! It's just like... It's crazy. I know. And again... N- what they're doing is completely specialized. So I'm, right. I have no doubt that it may be worth it or like cost effective, I guess. It's just more so that these are the costs that people don't talk about when you're going in or deciding to adopt a little baby or get a little baby. And so it's like it's it's worth it to be aware mm-hmm. of the cost of different surgeries like this or emergency vets and everything like that. And I don't want you to listen to this episode and be like, oh, I'm never getting a fur baby because actually that's the opposite of what I want you to do. I think everyone should have a little familiar that follows them around the house. Mm-hmm. It's that you need to start the savings account and look into pet insurance, but yeah. we're almost there. So then Bones was in a bad way and they called me and we're going to do, they wanted to do a follow-up endoscope and more treatment which they quoted me $6,000. But they couldn't do that. Immediately, I was going to need to take him home for a couple weeks to get a medication out of his system and to see if we could get him to gain weight. It was when he came home that he really started to decline. And so we were really trying to stay healthy and stay active until the specialist appointment, um, which was going to be on September 19th. So that was the name of the game. And so then I called them and I finally, and by the way, these vet 
specialty hospitals or whatever the fuck, you don't get the same doctor. Mm. So you and yeah. you enter the emergency vet, you talk to one doctor about their case, and then you never see goodbye forever. You never see them again. Right. So then I got finally was able to get another specialist on the phone to talk about Bones's current situation after a couple weeks. I described what was going on. I talked about the treatment plan. And this specialist was she God bless her. She was so nice. She stayed on the phone with me for like 45 minutes. Mm. But then she was very much like you need to bring him in and I would bring him in tonight. But I'm going to let you know that we're going to have to do an endoscope, stabilizing care, and then potentially chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. And that's going to put you back around $12,000 to $20,000. What was your response to that? So I got that call on uh, Wednesday night. And Patrick and I... (laughs) Another thing. <laughs> this is a side note. They That specialist was supposed to call me at 1 p.m. that day. They ended up calling me at 8.30 at night. If you're going to call Mama Dev after 6 p.m., I'm going to be high. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be super high. <laughs> so I get this phone call at 8.30 at night, and I look at Patrick, and he looks at me, and I go, I can't make this decision right now. Yeah. I am inebriated. Yeah. Like, this is huge, and I'm not going to take him in tonight. Right. First of all, I know that's not what he wants. Mm-hmm. Secondly, like, so we decided to go to bed and sleep on it. And um, we woke up the next day. And at that point, we just decided that we had to do palliative care. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'll tell you. When you're in this situation, you have to look at your pet and you have to think about when in their life they've been the most stressed. And for Bones, it was whenever he had to leave his territory, his house, his yard. And then you have to think about when they've been the most relaxed. And it's when he's in his home, his yard, with his humans, with his food dish, et cetera, et cetera. And it's at that point where we just decided that um, we were going to take care of him and give him everything he needed until the very end. Mm -hmm. And Bones passed a day before his Specialty appointment. appointment, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's passed on the 18th of mm-hmm. September. So that's my sad story. But, and thank you all for listening. And I hope these numbers give you some context. Because here are some tips, tried and t- true tips that you can do if you ever find yourself in this situation. Say that you don't have pet insurance. Your little fur baby comes back and is sick and it's terrible. You're going to take your animal to the hospital. You're going to park your car. You're then going to pull out your phone and you're going to Google credit cards that you can get pre-approved for instantly mm-hmm. because you're going to want to sign up for a credit card that's not care credit. Sign up for a credit card that you can put these costs on if you're going to foot the bill that will give you actual points and perks mm-hmm. because otherwise you're backed into a corner. Right. So that's exactly what I did. Um And besides, the wait times are fucking insane. You're going to be in that parking lot for a while, so might as well put that time to good use. Um, Another another tip, use your credit card points. Pay – my computer just died, so I'm going to look on yours. Pay for what you can using whatever credit card points you've had so far. Mm -hmm. I was able to shave around $3,000 off my bill by using credit card points that I know it sucks. I had saved them up for years for like an international trip, but Bones was worth it. Yeah. Um, another thing is to do is to um, 
know that you are going to spend a lot, a lot of money. And at the end of the road, you may not get a definitive answer as to what's wrong with your pet. I think sometimes we go into these pet emergency situations that it's just going to be like a, a human hospital situation where there is like they took a Hippocratic oath and the, there's a responsibility to make someone feel better. With vets at and animals, there comes a certain point where they just go, we don't know. Mm-hmm. And you can pay thousands of dollars to find out. Yeah. But, you know. The pets can't talk. Yeah. Right. The pets can't talk, and and so it's just, it's truly guessing what might be wrong, and there's like specific tests that they don't run because they are very niche and are very expensive. But it could be that that's like the one test that your pet needs. And like we don't have eyes on our pets all the time. You were lucky mm-hmm. enough to find or watch James. I know eat floss but sometimes like things just happen it just happens i was i watched him eat floss right like that's the thing i was looking straight at him i just couldn't believe what i was in front of your very eyes the audacity i felt so bad um and my last tip is keep your regular vet on speed dial and obviously be nice to everyone but really keep them close with the quality of care that you're getting because my vet god bless him he called me on his vacation Mm. he gave me deals and discounts that vet office by the end of this whole scenario i know all of the front desk ladies by first and last name Mm -hmm. um they were able to teach me how to cut corners in bones's care so at the end i was having to give bones sub-q fluids every day which is something that you can do at home, but it is very niche. So, like, we had to go get an IV bag, um, and that's something that Dr. Frick's office was able to get me for cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And also they give you uh, tips. So sometimes, like, pets can take human medicine, like Imodium mm-hmm. and stuff. So they'll, like, if you keep Specific them up to date. dosage and stuff yeah, like that. If you keep them up to date with what's going on with them in the emergency hospital, they can help you cut corners when it comes to other stuff. Mm-hmm. If you have a good relationship. Yeah. So then one last thing I want to talk about. I'm going to have a patent. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I know this is heavy shit. <laughs> but it's good stuff to know about money. Um, say it's the end of the road and you know it's going to be the end of the road. Something that you don't know is one of the best things you can do for your animal is to take them out of suffering. Mm-hmm. So towards the end, Bones started to stop drink water. He couldn't walk anymore. And I basically knew when he couldn't jump onto chairs. Bones is a cat who loved to be up high. Mm-hmm. That was kind of, he was suffering. He didn't yeah. want to do that. So euthanasia in general costs money. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something we don't think about because it's like the opposite of what you want to pay for. You know, right. you don't want to pay to take your beloved away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it costs anywhere from two hundred to two thousand dollars, depending on the service. So if you take it to a vet and you go to the clinic and you do it at the hospital, it's probably going to cost you two hundred dollars. If you have someone come to your house and provide a service, that's when it gets pricey. Mm-hmm. But I cannot recommend that enough. If you're going to spend money, spend money on giving your animal the best like closing ceremonies going, yeah. mm-hmm. that you can. Mm-hmm. Have And the, a lot of these companies, there's a p- company called Hearts and Halos in Los Angeles. They were the ones who came to the house, um, and they were amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, they were able to walk us through it. 
every step of the way. They were okay with big emotions. They took their time, but then also took the reins when they needed to. Yeah, It was beautiful and it was perfect. And we were able to give Bones the send off that he deserved. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's worth it in my mm-hmm. mind. If you're gonna yeah. spend the money, Give them the send-off that they want rather than having them be on a cold veterinary cabinet. Ugh, you know? Yeah. So that was about 2K? No, I, um, and this is uh, something, another, I'll put a pin in that. Uh, Bones' euthanasia cost $800. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Another thing, another tip, if you live with somebody, have a conversation with your partner. You know, I had covered all of the vet bills for Mars and Bones, up to this point, up to a certain point, just because they were my cats, I came into the relationship with them. But, you know, after eight years together, Patrick felt like he had them too. They are his dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so at a certain point, he came to me, and I didn't know he was feeling this way, but he said, like, I want to pay for some of this because I love them, Mm -hmm. right? They are my children too. So he threw me a couple thousand dollars in the vet care a process and then covered the euthanasia, yeah. mm-hmm. which very was sweet. very sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, very sweet. And if you have a partner that loves your animals, I'm sure they're, they're willing to have that conversation too with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another thing I'm just going to round out the episode and say, I am very privileged. I'm very lucky that I have the funds to take care of my pets to this in this a certain extent. It got to a point where I had to look at my life and to look at Bones and what I knew he wanted for himself. Mm-hmm. But then to look at my life and be like, we're saving for a house. We're saving for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Bones, my animal, would want to die in a certain way. And I know he would hate to go through this entire process. He hated being in the hospital for five days. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Cats especially do not do well away from It takes a very specific cat to be able to like be out and about and right. out of their house. Jame is not that cat. Mm-mm. Bones is not that cat. Mm-mm. Roberta is not that Roberta's cat. Roberta is not that cat. Like, they, they are not like dogs, y'all. You can't just take them anywhere. And even dogs, too. Like, they don't want to go to the vet. Yeah. They're so they nervous. The they get so sad. Yeah. yeah. They hate the And they vet. don't get it. So, yeah. like, you know, Bones would want me to be able to save for certain things in the next chapter of my life. And and I also do think that animals think about death differently than humans do. Mm-hmm. I think that they accept it more than we do. Because towards the end, and this is where it's getting a little spiritual woo-woo, um, I saw a look in Bones' eyes that was a little bit more knowing than I could have for myself. Like he knew it was the end. And he, he loved the way he went. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He loved getting to munch on chicken in the sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And that's what we did in these final days. Yeah. It's just, it's it's instinctual to them, mm-hmm. which is, which feels like weird to say, where it's like, I think they, they understand what's happening in their bodies. And it's just more of like, okay, here's here's a process that we're doing. Because it's like even in the final days, so like with with Frankie, I was mm-hmm. his hospice nurse too. He also he had cancer, mm-hmm. and even with that, we had the the vet call that was like confirming he had cancer. Mm-hmm. It was a very specific test that they took like months and months to do because they were hoping it was going to be something else because he was only like five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wound up being cancer, and they said the options are essentially kind of like a hospice care type of situation or to do chemo, 
but chemo for him at best would only buy him like a few months and it's it's this pet where they it's the same thing that happens with humans they they lose their hair they're really nauseous they do not feel well but they also have no idea what's happening right yeah. and that's not fair it's not fair you're just taking them in and out of the vet to feel terrible for this thing that's going to buy them a, a couple more months right and so it just wasn't the same type of thing where it's like these active little boys and it's like it's, it's just not them it's no. just yeah. not them and you don't want to put them through that for a, a couple months like I was shocked I, I at least thought she was going to say like a few years or anything because right. I, I would have done it probably right absolutely yeah. but, yes, but you would have made it work yes absolutely but for a few months I was like that's just not who he is right. like you know so we did the same thing lots of Lots of chicken, lots of everything. It was my first time I had ever cooked meat, and I cooked it for Frankie. Oh, that there it is, you know, yeah. because it was just like that's that that's who he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where it's like, because the vet kept telling, I kept saying, like, you know, what are signals that I need to be looking for? Of like, I don't want him to be suffering. And she said, like, when it's time, you'll know. And I remember I told you that, and I was like, it's very true. When it's time, you really just do know. And. Towards the end, I had a, a goodbye parade of mm-hmm. friends who I knew had, like literally four people, who I knew had a special affinity to Bones and animals. And they came by, and Bones was so excited to see everyone and was so happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when Chantel told me mm-hmm. about that stuff. And then we taught, chatted about, too, which is another thing that I think pertains to this episode, and we can use this to wrap it up, is that there are hidden costs to grief mm-hmm. that you don't really know about. So if you're going through grief or you have a friend who's going through grief, literally food. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like cooking. You don't want to spend all your money on Postmates. So the best thing you can do is either budget f- for eating out or know that that cost is going to come down the pipeline and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Treat your eat. Please eat. Mm-hmm. And if you're a friend who is witnessing another person going through that, get them an Uber gift card mm-hmm. or like a Grubhub gift card. Mm-hmm. Make them a lasagna. Mm-hmm. It goes a long, long way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, more than anything, more than flowers, more than anything. It's like, damn it, your Postmates gift card was on the way. <laughs> 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 no, friend. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. You, you have a friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's coming. Oh my god, <laughs> I have the I best No, I literally was like, ah, oh, flowers or Postmates, flowers or Postmates. Mm-hmm. Always Postmates, babe. Yeah. Always post Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, I, I texted Pat. I was like, what food delivery do yeah. you guys use? And he was like, we're a grandpa family. I was like, yeah. okay, here you go. And that's another thing. When you go through grief and loss, you, your best friends come out of the woodwork. Yeah. They really do. And they're there for you. And that is, I think, the only silver lining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- this is the episode. It was a sad one. <laughs> but, you know, we go through sad shit and there's money behind it. Yes. So we needed to talk about this. And I hope after the you're hearing this episode that you're going to go look up pet insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'd spend all that money again. Yeah. That's the thing. It's one of those things where you don't want to spend this money. It sucks. But if given the choice, I'd do it all again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There truly is not a price that you can put on it. Mm-hmm. And, and more pragmatically, it's like look where you have your 
home insurance, your renter's insurance, your car insurance, because a lot more places nowadays have pet insurance that you might not realize. That part. I forgot about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not like James is through kind of like a specialty pet thing. It's just kind of what was available at the time. And it's worked out great for us. We love them. But like other places, you, you might be able to kind of like bundle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just never know. So look into it, y'all. Yeah. And ask your, your companies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. HR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And pour one out for sweet bones. Yes. And all and all the other little little beings running around up there. Bones was a chatter. So he <laughs> Yes. He loved Kachuk. <laughs> so this was a long episode, but I'm sure he appreciated it. God bless. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So thank you so much for being vulnerable oh. in the name of helping our listeners, you know. Just be more knowledgeable about how to navigate these things with their animals. Well, I want you all to go get a pet. I want you to have the same experience I had with Bones because it was the best 11 years I could have had. Mm-hmm. And with that, I will say next week we're going to shift gears and do something happier. We're going to talk about Chantel's wedding. Yes. Yeah. Wedding of the century. My nuptials. They were so good. <laughs> yes. You're not going to want to miss it. Yeah, and we're going to talk you. about costs. All the costs. The cost of a good time. <laughs> And we're going to have a special guest. We're going to have a special guest, yes. but we won't tell you who. Yeah. Special guest. Try to guess who. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to you guys. No. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Take your business further with the American Express Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. It's packed with enhanced benefits that are built for your business, all with the powerful backing of Amex. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.